0: Hey everyone, welcome to Shift, or welcome back if this isn't your first time here. Shift is a daily podcast where the thoughts and insights presented center around shifting expectations and being in a constant state of growth. I believe that radical accountability requires true vulnerability. Hopefully you find value in the content presented, and if so, I hope that you'll visit the website togetherweshift.com and check out some of the other resources available in the tools section. Now let's get to it. Oftentimes you're gonna hear me talk about our design being one to create, serve, and love, our purpose. What exactly does that mean though? And how do we combine those to live a purposeful life? And a lot of times I just ramble on thinking people know what I'm talking about or assuming that the concept lands the same or nearly the same for everybody. And intellectually, I know that that's not true. But I guess I just feel like if there are questions, you'd ask. But I also know that that's not true. Do you know how many questions go unasked, let alone unanswered? So let's unpack those three. What do I mean when I say to create, serve, and love? Well, first of all, those terms in that particular context isn't an original idea of mine. I wholeheartedly align with it. I agree with it. And the first time I heard it, I thought... Yep, that's it. Nailed it very succinctly. And I got that phrasing from my father-in-law, Wade Roberts. He's often been a sounding board for me and a great person for me to engage in dialogue with on a lot of life's great issues. And so while Wade was the impetus for my adopting the phrase, he simply put into words what I was already trying to communicate, I think. And I feel like the idea of being here to create... Um, It's almost not even worth discussing. Like I want to talk about create, love and serve, right? Each one of those individually. But create for me is kind of like, it's like a non-starter. Like humans, like any animal, depend on reproduction for survival. We need to create more of us. And like many animals, we want to survive while we're here. So we're always creating solutions to the problems that arise. So like create is kind of like a no-brainer, right? I mean, everything that we buy is a solution to a problem. Even if the problem is boredom or the need to be entertained or satisfy a want, we still purchase the things that we purchase to resolve the problems or the challenges that we think we're facing. I think a lot of people think of create as in creatives, right? We call them creatives now. The artists, the musicians, the dancers, the thespians. Um, I think that when people hear our need to create, they think in those terms and they respond with something like, well, I'm not creative, or I don't like to do, I, I can't draw, or I'm not musical. And, and to that I would just say, bullshit. You, you may not be creative in that way, but create means to make things, to solve problems, and we all do that every day. I'm amazed at the, criti- at the creativity and the critical thinking that I see in gardeners, people who knit, people who work on cars. Uh, Engineers, right? They're constantly creating. They're doing so within a box, within confines of mathematics or the seasons or whatever that is. So there's 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 constraints there. But Charles Eames, who's a architect from the late '40s, early '50s, and a design inspiration of mine, said design depends largely on constraints, meaning that that ability to create and the ability to come up with great solutions is better served when there are parameters that we can't work outside of. And, and so, you know, a lot of times creating isn't just artistic, those, those are two different things. Um, and, you know, those endeavors require a lot of strategy and creative thinking. And I think all of us thrive when we're able to express ourselves in some way with the things that we've built or created. For some of us, that's artwork. For some of us, that's a podcast. For some of us, that's our children. Uh, it's, it's, it shows up in many, many forms, but it's a purpose. It's something that I think we're, we're here on this planet to do. The second part of that is to serve. And honestly, to serve is my favorite of the three. It's always been a through line for me and one of the tenets of my marriage, my parenting, my career. Service to others is how I shift my mood. It's how I get closer to God, and it's how I find humility by getting closer to the journeys of other humans. I think if we could all find more time to serve and serve those who don't look like us, don't experience life the same way we do, then a lot of the judgments and distrust we have towards other people would fade away. Proximity is an amazing equalizer. Because in the end, we are all much more alike than we are disalike. And by service, I don't mean money. Anyone can write a check. It takes a special human to get their hands dirty and give their time to another person. And look, I know I've said this before and I'll say it again and again, but time is the only asset that when we use it, it's gone forever. It is the most valuable asset a person can give another. And so while we're thinking of that or talking about that, let me say thank you for spending your time here. Love, the third and the final one, and maybe the most important, I don't know if there's a level of importance between the three, but love on the other hand is the toughest one. Create almost comes without even thinking. Serve is something I think we're called to do and we enjoy doing, it's, it's almost easy. But love, love is tough because loving someone is its an abstract emotion, thought, feeling, choice. What does love mean? How do I express my love for my fellow humans? Obviously we think of the romantic concept of love, but that doesn't really apply here. We're talking about fellowship, community, empathy, compassion bearing one another's burdens. From my Christ follower perspective, it is the most important commandment, to love others as Jesus loved us. So when I think of being here to create, serve, and love, I think of love in those terms. You've probably heard it, been said to treat others the way you wanna be treated. I don't align with that. I think that's selfish. And quite frankly, I know for damn sure that my wife does not want to be loved the same way that I want to be loved. And so if I were to love her the way I wanted to be loved, this wouldn't work. But if I love her the way Jesus did, no judgment, no condemnation, radical forgiveness, always in service, and in the end, the ultimate sacrifice. Because to love others is not just to accept them, but to embrace them and to do so without regard for their love in return. I really do think it's the hardest one of the three things that I think we are designed to do. And when done, it always brings light. It never fails. So there you have it. We're here to create, to serve, and to love. It's the reason I think that we exist. And as we continue on in this season, we're going to continue the conversation around how we do that. What does that look like? and what it requires of us.